Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and websites, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. If you like to try before you buy, I have some exciting news for you. You can now get an exclusive extract from my new book, Style. All you have to do is go to nataliewalton.com forward slash style book and enter your details to get a free sample of what's inside. So if you're intrigued to learn more about how your style is the foundation of everything you create at home, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash style book for your free exclusive sample. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Imprint. I'm Natalie Walton, and today is a quick, short episode on one of the insights that I've come to know and understand from working for many, many years as a leading interior stylist for magazines and brands. Because one of the things that I get to experience as a stylist is stepping inside other people's homes. And I've seen all different types of homes. And we're going to talk today about what your home says about you. But before we get into today's episode, I want to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this podcast. It really is my hope that you get a lot of value out of these episodes, even if they're sometimes short and sweet. I still want them to help you rethink about how you create your home and the impact that the decisions you make every day have on your life. Because really when it comes down to it, the reason that I started this podcast and the reason that it's called Imprint and the reason that I'm so passionate about this idea is that I really believe that, you know, we have this one life to live. We have been given a life. And just to get to this very point is is a miracle in so many different ways. And I really believe it's so important that we live our best life, that we are here for a particular reason. And we've been given certain gifts for a particular reason. And we're, you know, we're given all these signs and intuitive whispers within for a reason. And we need to connect with those and really connect with why we're here. And that might sound like a strange thing to say in a podcast that relates to the home. But for those of you who've been listening for a while, you will know that I really believe that so much of who we are and how we live our lives starts in the home. And the home is a really beautiful and powerful place to connect with ideas on who we are and how we want to live. And it's a place where we can experiment with these ideas. It's a place where we can really reflect in the quiet of our own spaces. You know, we live in such a noisy world. There's so much information out there. And I think that our, our homes play a really important role to, to connect with what's most important to us. So thank you for spending some time with me today. And I'm really excited to share this idea with you. As I mentioned, Working as an interior stylist, I've seen all sorts of homes and you really get a sense of a place before you even walk in the front door. I mean, just the very experience of arriving at the home tells you, you know, quite a bit about a place. And look, some people can talk about it in terms of curb appeal if you're trying to sell your home, but really we're today talking about the experience for you and what it's like for you to arrive at your home and what that feeling is like as you step through the front door. And does your home represent you? Does it represent the life that you want to live? Does it represent what you value and what's important to you? And 
I think it's really important to ask yourself this question because it's very easy to live by default. It's very easy to kind of fall into a pattern of living where you'd stop even noticing what's around you. So today's episode is the chance for you to take a pause and really consider what your home says about you. And that might be confronting in some ways. You know, it might say some things about you that you don't want to admit to yourself or that you are kind of living in a type of denial or that your priorities don't really align with or how you're, you know, you're showing up in your home. It doesn't align with what's really important to you and other things that actually taking over. So let's take a moment to think about your home and, and what it reflects about you. So here are some questions for you. And I encourage you to maybe press pause. If you're listening to this episode, go and grab a notebook, go and grab a piece of paper and write down these questions. And I really encourage you to either answer these questions, you know, press pause and answer them as, as we go through them or otherwise write all the questions down. And then at the end of this episode, I really want you to write your answers to these questions. I really want you to take just a couple of minutes out of your day to reflect on where you're at right now. And then we're going to look at some of the steps that you can take to to make some changes if you feel that you're not living in alignment with what is actually really important to you. So here are the questions for you. And I will also include these in the show notes. So um, you can go to the website and it's nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast and go to the episode number and you will find the questions there as well. So here are the questions. Who do you want to be? How do you want to live? Now, when it comes to how you want to live, I want you to think about it in terms of how you spend your time and, you know, what that looks like for you. In terms of who do you want to be, think about that in terms of it can relate to, you know, your career, what type of work you do, how you spend your time, um, if you're um, you know, if you're at home with children um, and you're sort of a full-time homemaker, then, you know, is is that what you want to be? And that is completely, of course, fine if that's what you want to do. But make sure you choose something because you're doing it intentionally. And, and also, of course, recognize that, you know, we're all in different seasons of our life. So who do you want to be right now? And you can also ask yourself, who do you want to be in five years time? Who do you want to be in 10 years time? And to engage with forward thinking is a very powerful way to make sure that you're on track with what's important for you. Because as I said, it's very easy to live by default and it's very easy to just keep doing the same thing that you've always done. 
But if you don't think about where you want to be in five or 10 years time, then you won't course correct. You won't start taking steps to actually get where you want to be. So as I said, you know, you might be home with young children right now and that might be your particular season. But I also want you to think about where do you want to be in 10 years time? And it's a really helpful exercise to actually write down the date of what what date will it be in 10 years time? How old will you be? Where will you be living? What will you be doing? You know, how will you be spending your days? So really write that down. And then you need to create a path and a journey so that you can get there. Now, as I said, the second question is, how do you want to live? So think about that in terms of how you want to spend your time. Another question to ask yourself is, how do you want to feel when you step through the front door? So when you open that front door, when you get home at the end of the day, how do you want to feel when you step into your space? What do you want to see? What do you want to feel in terms of the sort of the ambience and the atmosphere of the space? What kind of, and think about, you know, what kind of materials or colors or textures or forms do you want to have in your space that creates the type of feeling that you want to experience? The next question to ask yourself is, how do you want guests to feel when they step through the front door? Now, this can even be, you know, how do you want the other people in your family to feel? How do you want your partner or your children to feel? Or, you know, people who might come to your home on a regular basis, whether it's friends or family or whoever it is that comes into your home. You might even have people that you work with that come into your home. How do you want people to feel when they step in through your front door? Now, I want you to also think about what's not working right now. So again, think about that experience of stepping into your home, stepping into your front door. What do you see? What is around you? Is there recycling that needs to go out? Is there a collection of things that you plan to no- donate? Is there, you know, children's school bags or shoes? Or is there a table that's got lots of paperwork or newspapers? Or um, do you have a massive collection of bags or hats or whatever it is? What are you actually looking at when you walk in through your front door? And what is that saying about you and how you live and how you organize and prioritize your time and and how organized you are in general? So really think about that and, and, you know, do that exercise, even press pause. And if you're not in your sort of entrance or if you can't see it right now, like go there and, and actually, you know, look with open eyes 
Look at your space as if you're stepping through that door for the first time. You know, when you have that experience and you go on holiday and you step through the front door of your accommodation or the Airbnb that you're staying at or whatever it is, and you kind of instantly get a sense of like, oh, so this is what kind of place this is. And there are little clues and cues that give you a sense of how you should experience that space. It might be music. It might be the light. It might be, um, you know, the fragrance that's in the space. All of these things help, help to set the tone and the feel of the space. And so I want you to step through your front door and experience it in that way. What's not in alignment with how you want to live? So when you take a look around at what is actually in your space right now, what's not alignment with how you want to live your life and who you want to be? Really, you know, take an inventory of that. What's not in alignment with how you want to live? The next question is, what are you going to do about it? Because once you create that awareness about what's happening in your space, then you need to move from awareness to action. Because if you continue to live in a way that doesn't feel in alignment with who you are and how you want to live and who you want to be, it will just rub against you on a daily basis. It will gnaw away at your confidence. It will grate on you. It will frustrate you. And you will gradually but steadily become more and more frustrated with yourself and with your life and with your home. And it doesn't have to be that way. So it's really important to think about the steps that you're going to do to make change. And I will talk about some that you can do in a moment. How long are you going to live in this type of limbo? So if your home is not aligned with how you want to live, then ask yourself, how long are you going to live like this? Give yourself a deadline. Obviously, it's not always possible to change everything at once. And I will talk about that in more detail. But really take an assessment of, you know, what's realistic. And as I said, I find that giving myself a deadline is a really powerful way to create action. And one of the things that I find really helpful is sometimes it sort of forces me if I invite people over for dinner or if I have a photo shoot or there's some other thing that I know I do not want to have my home in a particular state for that particular reason. You know, invite some friends over for a lunch, whatever it is that will spur you into action and in many ways keep you accountable, then, you know, do that. If you, if that really helps you, and it certainly helps me, then, you know, use that strategy. What can you do today to make a change, 
to make a difference. I'm going to share some ideas on how you can take action, what steps that you can take to live more in alignment with with the life that you want to live. So the first one is to write down your ideal home and life and get a notebook or a journal, whatever you have to hand and, and actually write it down. What this life that you want to have, what it looks like and really get specific and include details, you know, get specific on the, the materials or the finishes or what you see when you walk into your home, even what you're wearing, what the weather is like, who's home, um, what, where you've just been and where you're going, you know, really sort of paint a picture for yourself so that you can really visualize it. Secondly, I want you to focus on one change that you can make. It's really important when you want to make change in your life to focus on one thing at a time. So think about what is the thing that is the biggest issue for you right now. And that could be an approach. Or maybe you want to go for the lowest hanging fruit. You know, it might be what's something that's a quick and easy win for me right now. That might be decluttering your space. It might be, you know, removing everything from that entrance or from a particular room that shouldn't be there and, you know, dealing with it and setting yourself a time to, to, you know, sort through it or, you know, recycle or donate or whatever it is. So it might be, like I said, it might be decluttering, it might be styling. It might be, you know, clearing one surface and going and getting a beautiful branch from the garden and putting in a vase so that it's something beautiful that you see when you walk through the front door. It might be, you know, grabbing instead of that, that ugly box or storage container or whatever it is that you've got underneath the console. Maybe it's going and getting a beautiful basket from another part of the room that you hardly ever see um, because it's, you know, in a, a room that you don't go into much and, and taking that beautiful basket and putting it at the entranceway um, as something to store shoes, whatever it is for you. You know, maybe it's deciding that you're actually finally going to make the changes to that room that you've been talking about, you're going to paint it or you're going to replace the door handles or whatever it is, you know, do something that will make you feel better about that space and just focus on making one change at a time. It's also really important when you're taking action to free up your time so that you can make sure that it can happen. You know, so often we say that we don't have enough time, but we can, you know, take a little look at our screen time on our phone and see how many hours have been spent on social media or how much time has been spent, um, you know, listening to podcasts even, or, um, you know, watching Netflix, or maybe, you know, you're always catching up with friends, which is great. And, you know, it's important to be social, but if you're always catching up with friends, then you're perhaps not creating the time that you need in your life 
for the things that are important to you. It was interesting when I was um, when I was sick with COVID and I sort of thought, you know what, I'm going to watch something on Netflix or, you know, online because I hardly ever watch anything and I had no idea what to watch. And um, it was amazing because I asked for people's suggestions on Instagram and I got so many, which was great because I wanted to watch something. And I thought, wow, like for a lot of people, watching shows is really the kind of the thing that takes up so much of their time. Now, as I said, I don't really kind of get into watching shows a lot. Um, you know, I watch the occasional ones uh, maybe once a year or, you know, and I'll sort of get into a series or maybe every couple of years. Like I remember watching Mad Men when that was out. I mean, obviously that was a long time ago now. Um, but, um, you know, and I do get into shows when I, when I find one that I really enjoy, but I don't just watch something for the sake of watching it. So there are a lot of shows that I've been recommended. Like I was recommended, um, by a few people. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of what it is called. I can't think of the name of it. Sorry, but I, I watched it and I thought, no, this is really like, this is not for me. I don't want to spend my time watching this. Um, you know, I just thought it was a bit hammy. It was a type of comedy. Maybe it was Shit's Place? Is it? Oh, Shit's Creek? That's it. <laughs> I think it was that one. Anyway, it was the show, something like that. And it just, and I thought, look, it might get better as the seasons go on. But I thought, I just don't want to spend my time waiting for something to get better. I just want to watch something. It's either good from the get go or it's not. And, um, yeah. And it just was not for me. And there's been a few other shows like that as well that I've had people recommend. And, and I thought, no, like I've, I've really got to love this if I want to watch it. Cause I'd actually rather do something else. Now for me, social media, that is the thing that I have to be really, really conscious of how much time I spend on because it sort of ble bleeds into work as well. And so it gets complicated because often there's research elements that I'm looking for and looking for ideas, but it can also be a huge time suck. So that is one of the things for me that I have to set very, very clear limits. So something else that is really important is that when you're looking to make change in your life is to make it a part of your habits, your daily habits, because small consistent improvements over time really do compound and you will see so much improvement and growth when you do that. For me, I see this all the time with my morning and evening routines. I just do the steps and I don't even have to think about doing the steps because they're just part of my wake up routine. So, you know, I wake up, I um, meditate, sorry, I'm getting it mixed up. I can't believe I'm getting it mixed up. I wake up, I do some yoga stretches and then I meditate, then I journal, then I go for a walk and I do these things in such a sequence that when I'm doing it, I, I'm not even thinking about, oh, I've got to do this thing next. It's just, I just seamlessly flow from one thing to another. So whatever it is for you, you need to make this habit become part of your daily routine so you don't even think about it. 
So we started this episode with a question, which was, what does your home say about you? And I really want you to think about the answer. It might be something that you need to ruminate on for a few days, maybe even a week or so. But really think about it. What does your home say about you? What is it telling you about how you're living your life and what needs to change in your life? And think about what you want your home to say. What do you want your home to express about you? Because once you become aware of the gap between what you have and what you want, then it's time to take action. So I hope that this inspires you to make even a small change today. And I would really love to know how you go. So please send me a DM on Instagram if you found this a powerful question to ask for yourself or you found this episode valuable. Maybe you can share it with a friend. And it would mean so much if you could leave a quick review as well. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Imprint. And I look forward to hearing from you and connecting again with you at the same time next week. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint.